A very good morning to you on the second day of CPAC. Welcome to my podcast, The Bold Truth About Hungary. And we have the honor uh, for another distinguished guest and speaker uh, of today, uh, Mr. Janes Janza, uh, former Prime Minister of uh, Slovenia. Uh, a long time, uh, let's put it that way, ideological partner and ally of Prime Minister Orban. And very definitely, uh, I would like to st uh, start with a remark by, uh, made by Mr. Orban yesterday in the speech about uh, Mr. Jansa, and that is, the quieter he speaks, uh, the more important the stuff he's saying is. And I believe uh, if anyone listened to uh, his contribution this morning, uh, which was a lot more philosophical, uh, a lot more deeper than most of the contributions uh, so far, uh, he's going to have uh, the understanding why the Prime Minister meant that. Why did you choose this uh, philosophical approach uh, to the woke problem, uh, the cancel culture issue we are talking about? First of all, good morning and uh, thank you for inviting me. It's my pleasure. Uh, I've been li listening very carefully uh, what other speakers uh, and tried to tell us yesterday. Um, and I realized that many of them were they completely understand what's going on, but also, also many of them, they more or less walk on the surface, so they see the consequences, but not non 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 not the roots and the reasons. This is why I I thought that it's uh, it's good to uh, put a light also at the beginnings, uh, what was the real source of this uh, wokeness, uh, gender theory and all other attempts to destroy the foundations of Western civilization. I think that not all, but vast majority of them we can fight in the, in the philosophy of the culture Marxism. Very well. Um, we've uh, been discussing this, that I'm a historian by profession, so, um, and I was teaching the history uh, of uh, historiography as, and uh, historical philosophy, and we all know that, uh, yes, this is probably the biggest menace for the past over 150 years by now, actually, what we have inherited from the Western world, and that is Marxism and cultural Marxism. Uh, and it all uh, resonated, what you suggested today, with what the Prime Minister uh, put out. He's been uh, very effective uh, describing symbolically, actually, how we approach liberal, progressive uh, elements. And yesterday's uh, comparison of the liberal, progressive worldview uh, to a virus, I believe, was going deep enough. But you even um, dug deeper uh, when you called out the Ten uh, um, Commandments as the most fundamental elements of our value system, the Western value system and how cultural Marxism is penetrating it. Exactly. Uh, I think that, that uh, what uh, leftist philosopher, Marxist philosopher Antonio Gramsci said more than 100 years ago is uh, clearly a fundamental attack on the Ten Commandments because uh, <laughs> he realizes that uh, on the western part of, 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 of the globe, especially in Europe, there is no chances to, to introduce uh, Leninist type of, of revolution. So he, he, uh, he went, you know, deeper. And he said, okay, 
we know what are these foundations, so we have to discredit them. And people will start then to think that this is something bad, they will not defend. So he traveled across... As you put he, it... Uh, he traveled across the, 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 the Russia after the revolution. He's, he saw that they need a tremendous uh, quantity of violence, you know, to, to, to put uh, the people into, into the uh, communist heaven. Uh, so, and who said this will not work in Italy. First, we have to do something, and to do this, we have to control the institutions which are uh, producing the conscious souls. Uh, and this is, this, this is everything what's going on. And as you put it, actually, I was uh, trying to pay very detailed attention, actually, the method was also laid out by you, and that is uh, indeed uh, occupying institutions, but most importantly, first discredit the Ten Amendments and, uh, and, and then liquidate. Um, it resonates well, actually, what uh, we are still under the um, the remnants of uh, the impression that uh, Pope Francis uh, has left with us, actually, uh, during his visit the last week, because he was coming into this field philosophically, Mm -hmm. targeting actually those uh, uh, discrediting and then annihilating attempts on behalf of philosophies, including this Marxist philosophy actually, by uh, trying to push for gender and so on. So um, do you believe uh, it is because, in fact, what you were suggesting and that is uh, the very fundamentals of Western civilization come together with all these uh, Christian values actually we are trying to stick to? Actually, it's true, and I was, I was uh, very glad, uh, I, I can say, uh, surprised, you know, when, when Pope Francis, during his visit here in Hungary, uh, spoke so uh, directly about this struggle. We haven't been used for such words. From there must be some reasons for it, actually. But yeah, because, uh, coming from Latin America... Catholic Church there is slightly different and so on. European. Where he very obviously, probably, I'm sorry disrupting you, but he had a chance to meet uh, the disruption of Marxism itself. Yeah. Cultural or socialist Marxism as it happened in South America. It's true. So I think that this visit was historical. It's historical because uh, this struggle against the culture of death uh, is very difficult uh, to, to be won without the biggest... Uh, uh, the biggest civil society defending those values, and this is Catholic Church. Coming back to your lines, uh, another element what is really striking, and we all know actually uh, from everyday practice, actually, it is happening all the time, that cultural Marxism, uh, the so-called, they call it civil society, but in fact the NGOs, so this created civil society, is always uh, referring to Democracy, and that is that they are rep representing the people. But of course, they have never been measured by any uh, democratic election. They were never elected, so they have no legitimacy. This is artificial, artificially created false legitimacy, which is the essence of the Marxism. So, they want to replace all all classical structures of democracy, representative democracy, everything with with the rule of all, which is not possible. We all know we have. There has to be some methods, and whenever they try to realize to to, to realize this in in practice, this was dictatorship. It's uh, it's obvious, and it's 
Well, what's what's uh, very difficult to understand is that after all these failed attempts, you know, to create this uh, socialist heaven on earth, uh, people, especially on the West, without uh, you know personal experiences as we have with the communist regime, still believe in this utopia. So it's um, in the, yeah, exactly on this matter we see how how. <laughs> How successful, how successful was this march to institutions by the methods of culture Marxism? How, how they successfully took over not only, you know, printing, printed press and, and, and cultural institutions of now that's uh, right. 100 years ago, but all, all modern techno technological uh, means to, to, to come to the people. As you, as you very rightly uh, uh, pointed out, um, I'm uh, as a government spokesman, I'm facing this on a daily uh, level. You're they fighting have basically fake news all day. <laughs> they have basically hijacked language, the word, uh, and that's what you yeah, pointed out. This is out. the beginning. This is the beginning that we have to take back word. We have to regain language uh, to be able to use it properly. Uh, talking about uh, reality on the ground and talking about democracy, representation, and all other elements actually of uh, our. Uh, existing world around. Yeah, well, I, I was uh, I was very glad when I heard uh, yesterday where, when I have been listening to the uh, speech of uh, Georgian Prime Minister, Mr. Rakvit, who, who said the same. So, so who said that they are using false language, you know, to 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 present those ideas, and. Uh, you know, this language is stolen, so it's it's not it's not the word is stolen. The same beginning, uh, you know, is is uh, destroyed. So we, we have to retake on the word. So, as probably the last uh, final question, how do you see the upcoming uh, uh, Slovenian elements of the European elections? Very obviously, is going to be a test and challenge for many of us. We have to work very hard actually to be able to explain what is happening, say here in CPAC. Uh, the discussions and what happens around the globe uh, if it's about the culture of Marxism and these very bad developments actually coming from uh, this new culture which is trying to cancel uh, everything uh, that is considered outdated. Well, for European elections, uh, I think that my party, my party won all European elections with the exception of the first. Uh, we intend to do the same. Uh, but the participation on European elections is very low, around 30%. People are not very interested. And also the, the deep state, which is very powerful in Slovenia, is more concentrated on national elections. So it's, they, they don't uh, put all eggs in the basket during the, the European elections. But they, they, they do everything to control all instruments which are crucial for, for national elections and fear. We are still, in Slovenia, we are still fighting uh, uh, not only, uh, you know, political, opponent political parties on the surface, we are fighting deep state, where, where, st where we still have the same people which controlled uh, the country during the communist regime, I know. Mr. Janasiasa, former Prime Minister of Slovenia, thank you. I much appreciate your time and um, uh, I wish you many... Um, successful and uh, um, and um, future building discussions here in uh, at CPAC but also in Hungary uh, with your other uh, posts thank, thank you. you keep fighting
<laughs> Thank you. Thanks.